All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. Bobby took a couple days off. He had some shit that he had to take care of. But you know, Uncle Bobby's not going to leave you hanging. He's black. Gang, first and foremost, before we get shit kicked off, I want you guys to know my motherfucking DJ, my sound engineer, my voice just hit puberty just in, kind of killed the moment. My motherfucking sound DJ, sound DJ? Hey, I just came up with a new term. My sound engineer is fucking phenomenal, right? This dude came swooping out of nowhere like fucking Clark Kent turned into Superman to help rescue my dumb ass from bad sound quality. Seriously, this guy's been nothing but great, super patient with my non-technological ass, walking me through, giving me um, tutorials on how to use this motherfucking Tesla that he donated to the fucking cause if you guys need some fucking help with your audio, you want to get your shit kicked off and sounding like a motherfucking pimp, hit my boy up. Tell him Uncle Bobby sent you. I'm not even close to bullshitting. You can find him on Twitter at, at Perfect Gummy. I wonder what the perfect gummy is. And y'all wonder why we get along. But I want to send a shout to my sound engineer, for real. This guy hooks this shit the fuck up. Then every phone call we have, it's at least 90 minutes because I'm so fucking stupid. I can't figure out how to use all this fancy shit. But he hooks my shit up and he can hook your shit up, too. Again, tell him Uncle Bobby sent you at Perfect Gummy if you're on Twitter. And if not, sign your monkey ass up. Shit, I'm not doing all your heavy lifting. But, gang, as I'm sitting here getting ready for today's show, this one definitely was not on the list. And I am not going to spend a lot of time on it. Knowing me, I'm going to spend like 19 solid minutes. But (laughs) I just subscribed to a new uh, YouTube channel. I like his content. He's entertaining. He puts out provocative titles. So you're like, I'm going to look at that shit. Hell yeah. Most importantly, he's not a fan of Donald Trump. Any enemy of Donald Trump is a fucking friend of mine, right? Again, this isn't up for debate. Bad people make for bad professionals, and Trump was the fucking worst. And he's put out, you know, content on, you know, uh, the financial troubles that Ivanka's in, the tax evasion, all that shit. Well, gang, he put out a title today, and I can't, I I lapped my monkey ass off, and when I clicked on it, (laughs) gang, so basically, and I know, is this like breaking news, (laughs) right? It was... Apparently, Melania Trump does not love Donald Trump. What? Dun, dun, dun. Who saw that coming? <laughs> right? I'm like, who? And I now, the first thing that came to my mind was, who wants to tell him? Right? Who, who wants to tell him? Right? That, that, and he says something along the lines of, you know, this is a marriage of convenience. And, and I was like, yo, Lewis and Clark. <laughs> right? How long did it take you to discover this one? Holy shit. I mean, I hope he's sitting down. For the earth-shattering news that water is wet. 
That American money just so it happens to be green. Oh, man, he, he may blow a gasket. We may shave five years off the back end of this guy's life when he finds out that the earth is round and it rotates around the sun, not the other way around. <laughs> right? I mean, who, who, who didn't see that? I mean, did, did he not see the, the glimmer of love and affection in her eyes for Donald Trump over the last four years? Oh, that's right, because there wasn't one. Hold on as I'm taking off this goddamn foot brace. Oh, now the dogs can breathe. And I'm going to make some adjustments. Hashtag unprofessional. Okay. All right, now I'm ready. But again, what what was it? What 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 was he looking at over the last four years to where he has to break this tremendous news that Melania may not like Donald Trump? Right? Was it when they were in Egypt? Not Egypt. When they were in Israel? Remember when she was wearing that white business suit? Looked kind of snappy, by the way. I'm not gonna lie. Melania can dress. She she can't. She's not a fucking supermodel. Well, she knows how to cover that body. She looked good. And Donald Trump's monkey ass put his hand behind like he's trying to get the stick as the anchor for the 400-meter relay. Uh, Come on, honey, hold my hand. What did she do? She slapped that fucking grease-stained, stubby-fingered mitt away. I'm like, what? (laughs) Again, what gave it away, my dude? What gave it away? Again, y'all remember? I mean, I I, I told you, I know people still to this day. I told you this is going to be longer than just 60 seconds. (laughs) <laughs> who still think Bill Clinton for getting his dick sucked was the most immoral president the world has ever seen. And I've already told y'all my feelings on that, right? Bill Clinton is the most was the most powerful man on the planet. One, you cannot have a casual tryst. And two, you sure as fuck can't have it with the college intern. But my personal feelings on that, notwithstanding, not at all whatsoever, right? But the exact same people who overlook that or, you know, focus on that, Stormy Daniels, I told you, I had people tell me that Stormy Daniels was trash. Never said a word about the guy who fucked her. Never said a word about the guy who fucked her behind his wife's back. Never mind the guy who fucked her behind his wife's back after she gave birth to his fucking son, Jack, right? They didn't say shit. Think about the public humiliation that Melania Trump provided she has a soul. Imagine the humiliation of having to find this out or have your husband's dirty laundry aired on national TV. Again, not that he fucked around on Melania. Again, I don't care personally. I don't give two shits. Again, this is just at this stage, Pointing out the double standard. Imagine having, again, you you were part of the Republican right. The conservative Christians. The the ones who don't fart without saying, excuse me. Now the whole goddamn world is talking about your husband fucked a porn star behind your back. Hmm. Do you think that added to the love? Or do you think it took it away? What do you guys think? (laughs) Right? Right? I mean, again, I don't even know. Wasn't she the Playboy model, the Karen McDougal, right? Do you think that made her love Donald more or maybe a little bit less? I don't know. Was it over the three dozen credible sex crime accusations? Do you think that made her love Donald Trump more or a little bit less? So, again, I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, my dude, 
What have you been looking at for the last four fucking years? And again, you, you can sit here and bash all you want, but sometimes romance, it just comes down to fucking integers, Jack. Right? And let's keep it real. Donald Trump's reputation has been garbage since forever, professionally, personally, and romantically. Melania Trump is not an ugly woman, gang. She's just not. She just is not. Donald Trump, my asshole after I've taken a massive shit, is more attractive than Donald Trump. Do you really think that she just saw through that ugly exterior to see the beautiful insides that are Donald Trump's heart? Shut the fuck up. She's a 10. And on a great day, he's a negative 14. Right? So again, what was my man looking at? (laughs) You're just now figuring out that maybe that was a marriage of convenience. Right? Oh, and one more for the road. What's that sound? Ah, my neighbors are cutting their yard. What the fuck are they thinking? It's 7 million fucking percent humidity outside. I hope they drink some water. I'm not. I'm drinking some of this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Now, where the fuck was I? There's one more for the road. About Melania Trump. Fuck me. I told you, I got to start writing shit down. Hold on. Where was I? One more for the road. It was about Donald and Melania. Oh, that's right. Their son. Their son. Again, let me ask you. Did this make Melania love him more? Or maybe just a little bit less? Again, I told you. My dad drinks his monkey ass off. My dad's been through war. We've had some trauma in our family recently. That guy's had a horrible life, right? Strongest man I've ever met my entire fucking uh, life. You can get that guy plastered drunk. You can hit my dad with the fucking car. And when he wakes up, you can take a shovel to the back of his head. And when he comes to you, I'm like, hey, how many kids do you have? He's not getting it wrong, gang. He's not getting that answer wrong. There is nothing you can do to make my dad forget how many kids he has. What did Donald Trump's monkey ass say? You remember when he was talking about Melania and whatever fucked up ass project she had? Right? Well, she she got involved in this because uh, she has a son. Uh, together, uh, us, we, them, uh, er, uh, shut the fuck up. For that split second, he forgot he had a fucking son, right? Quick side note before I move on to another one. I told you I can do this shit all day. Hashtag I have issues. Gang, I remember it was right after my fucking divorce, right? And if you've never been through an emotionally messy divorce, there sometimes even someone as horny as I am, sex is the last thing on your mind. Gang, this was the first part, the second person I ever got with post-divorce. I'm still an emotional wreck, but this person was nasty. Every time we finished, I was like, why'd you make me do that? God damn, I feel I got to take a shower. Every Every last one of those sessions ended with me rocking back and forth with all my clothes on in the fucking shower with the soundtrack of the crying game on in the background. Right? And every day she would fucking send these lewd pictures to get in the mood. And I was like, oh, that, that worked. <laughs> right? That was easy. Yeah. Yeah. My engine's turned on. Thank you. Next wife, what? 
Gang, three months into basically shooting a porno flick 70 times a week, she sends me a picture telling me all the things she's going to do. Except this time, because my response was, what the fuck was that? Gang, on her left hand, there was a wedding ring, and that diamond was the size of a fucking ping pong ball. And I was like, what is that? What's on your hand? You know what her response was? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to tell you I was married. Okay. You know what? The dude you've been sharing a house with for the last 12 years, you just don't fucking forget. You see what I'm saying? That goes to Donald Trump. Like I said, you you, you know what? You can find the shittiest dad out there. Donald Trump's next level shitty. And as the worst father, not my dad, the greatest. And ask that fucker, how many biological kids? He may not claim was like, ah, I got three of those fuckers, right? So again, what was my man's looking at? Did anything I just named, did that make Melania love Donald Trump more or a little bit less? And again, I hope my man is fucking sitting down when he finds out the cold, hard facts that again, water is wet, fire is hot, grass is green, and I hate the Atlanta Falcons. Dude, I love your content, but that one was just bad. All right, gang, we're going to switch gears, and you know how we do it on this show. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, Delicious. Jen and Truth, let's go. All right. Gang, the next one up, it's personal. It is personal. I accidentally did an entire episode. You guys can thank my best friend. I had like fucking three pages of shit to talk about. And then he fucked around and sent me that article about the NCAA. He knows where to punch me where it hurts. I was like, ding. Next thing I know, an entire fucking episode, 45 minutes, all on how much I hate the NCAA. Gang, I I don't debate this topic anymore. I just don't. Because again, there are two parties of naysayers. And as again, I don't argue these people. I just belt. Hashtag unprofessional. There are two types of naysayers in this camp. People who speak that athletes should not be paid. And neither one I'm interested in having a debate with, right? What that comes out of their puke holes, one are tired old talking points, and they're not logical. It's like when a Christian comes up to me and says, well, you can't prove to me that there is no God. My response to that is normally, you want to order some nachos, right? You're not on my level. And so, yeah, but there are two types of naysayers in this camp. One the people who are somewhere between agnostic on the topic of sports or the people who downright hate sports. And I've had people, more than one. And you ask people from that camp, should athletes be paid NCAA level? They say no. Gang, I have got people who run multi-million dollar fucking companies. So these are not dummies. And when you ask them to back their claim, I've heard more than once because I was like, no, that's not a response. That's not a response. You know what they said? I just think they should. Okay, you know what? Again, right after I argued the third grader over the validity of nanny nanny boo boo, stick your head in doo doo, I'll come back and talk to you about your bullshit ass talking point. The second naysayer gang are the ones who are in love with sports. Again, can't name their kid's best friend. No, nothing. Where does he live? I don't know. But can name every quarterback in the SEC, where he went to high school, all his throwing stats, what he likes to do on third and 15 when he's on the right hash mark, right? 
You ask those kind of naysayers, and they say something fucked up, which means you're just a fucking hypocrite, right? So I don't have this debate anymore. But the reason why this is coming up again, gang, is because at work, what's today? Tuesday, Monday, yeah, shit, yesterday. Again, gang, I've said it once, I've said it before, and I am not exaggerating. If you're going to talk shit about me, make sure you are in another zip code. I have hearing that has been tested. I could put Superman and fucking Matt Murdock, the motherfucking daredevil, to shame. If you whisper something about me, I'm going to hear it. It's part of the reason why I have trouble turning my brain off. I absorb everything. Right right now, a cricket across the street not only just ripped a fart, who wants to know what octave it was in? Right, I'm serious. My ears are fucking top-notch, and I wish they weren't sometimes. But uh, two people who, you know, use my services showed up, and I haven't seen them in a little while. Right, so one of them was like, you know, yo, I, I saw the news. You know, the NCAA is allowing uh, athletes to uh, benefit off their likeness. You got to be happy about that. And I was like, hell yeah. And I wasn't going to say much else. Because again, uh, it's not a debate for me. You are, if, you're, if you don't agree with me, I really want you to shut the fuck up. And her training partner, I could hear her under her breath say, oh, that's so stupid. And I was like, okay, you didn't think I heard that shit, but I did. So now we're going to talk about it, right? Why do you think it's stupid? And like I said, gang, this, this is an argument that never evolves. It's like Christianity. It's the same regurgitated, tired, and more importantly, debunked talking points, right? It, and I go, 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 Pete, uh, my episode on it. I called it then, and I'm saying it now because it has been said literally before me, but I first came privy to all these. Can you guys hear pop in the background? Hashtag episode mood killer. In 91, when I officially became an NCAA athlete, the arguments never changed. And she said, one of the main ones, well, you got a free education, didn't you? And I snapped at her. I did. I'm not going to lie. Right? Because, again, we're not having the same fucking conversation, ass white. And I was like, no. I wasn't given shit. I earned it. You understand? Right? Again, you don't get a Division I college scholarship, at least not when I played. Maybe the rules are different. You don't. They don't give you one simply because your ass looks good in a skin-tight pair of white see-through pants. Hashtag my ass looked excellent. You need to check it out. Number 40 for the Texas Longhorns. Gang, my back was to the camera. That, so if you know how football works, the camera angle's either at your side or from the defense's back because people want to see the offense. Back then, gang, those pants were just renegade. And so seriously, every time you bend over and one drop of sweat hits those things, it's like fucking Magic Mike. <laughs> Someone should have queued up Genuine's pony every time my monkey ass got into my stance. What am I going to I was like, no, I, I wasn't giving shit. You understand? I earned that scholarship. And like I told you before, it is a contract. Those are not adoption papers. You understand? And it is based on your performance, just like any other work contract. If you live in Texas, Texas is an at-will state. No employer has to keep you there. It, it's nowhere in the rules. Nowhere. 
Matter of fact, it's the exact opposite. Fire his ass whenever you want. And I'm not saying that because I played in the state of Texas, it was at will, but it was treated like an at will contract. I told you, I saw Kobe get cut and we all have the same response. We're like, holy shit. We didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you can. Right. And again, everything that people talk about, you know, in terms of, you know, NCAA athletes and all this other bullshit, stop it. Fucking stop it. And again, that was that was her only fucking talking point. Right. You were given a free education. It's like, no, fuck face. I earned it. I worked my ass off. Again, while you're doing keg stands at your sorority party, I was lifting weights. Right. And again, when you get up on Sunday morning, when I'm talking about NCAA athletics, when I played, you get up Sunday morning and you feel like you have been in a 10 car pileup. You, you spend half the day in the tr- uh, treatment, you know, getting massages and hot tubs and cold tubs and just trying to work light workout. But you still got a geometry test the next day. Uh, you, you, you still got to be a student. Oh, no. Yeah. By the way, don't forget. They've already started game planning for the next game. You may want to get a head start on that, right? Oh, Robert. No, I mean, no one forced you to play. Shut the fuck up. I already told you. I know that. Just like no one forced you to pay 175 bucks a ticket for a family of four to watch me play, right? And so, again, it's a fucked up double standard. Now, I'm not even talking about the people who are agnostic on the topic of sports. Now, I'm simply talking about the hypocrites. because though, And because the lady... At work, she's a fan, right? And so, again, that's just hypocritical. That That's me, pretty much, right? You got it. Now, I'm not talking about this person's family because I don't know, but it, it it's known to happen to where your kid will idolize, let's say, who's the last big name? Sam Ellinger, the quarterback, right? Your son now wants to not just play quarterback. Now that he's in junior high and he's eligible to play football, he wants to wear Sam's number, He watches all of Sam's games. And more importantly, you take him to all of Sam Ellinger's games. Whether it's in Austin, South Bend, Indiana, Tallahassee, Florida, it doesn't matter. How many thousands of dollars did you spend on airfare, hotel, and food and tickets so your son can watch Sam Ellinger? That $125 replica jersey and where your son waited for Sam after every game sign it, date it, put the opponent. Didn't matter whether Sam won or lost. That kid was standing in front of his version of football fucking Jesus. He just wants to meet Sam Ellinger. And as far as he's concerned, Sam Ellinger is his best motherfucking friend. How much money did you pay for your kid to go watch fucking Sam Ellinger? Oh, Robert, nothing. There's no price I wouldn't pay to put, you know, a a smile on my kid's face. Hey, do you think Sam Ellinger should get paid? He's spoiled and entitled. Shut the fuck up! Again, there are no new arguments. You are either agnostic on the topic, and you're just, you know, what? We were given free scholarship, uh, free education. We're spoiled. We're entitled. On the other bullshit talking point was, well, what about the third string backup? What about him? Well, how much does he get paid? Don't know, don't care. Right? Again, these are, and I know this is a rehash, gang. Fuck you, just follow me. <laughs> Again, th- this is an argument that only happens. This is an argument that only happens when we talk about NCAA athletics. You want to know why Michael Dell's name fetches all these billions of dollars? Because the person 
who works for 37.5 in his fucking mailroom, and that's 37,500 that works in the mailroom or cleans uh, Michael Dell's personal office. If you put that person's last name on a fucking laptop, it wouldn't sell a fucking unit. That's why. Right? Again, I already told y'all. You want to know why Ricky Williams deserves way more than his third string backup? Because no one dips in their kid's college education fund to see the third string backup sit on the bench. They did it so they can see Ricky Williams. Yeah. So again, there, there are no new arguments. It's just two camps of naysayers. You're either completely on, or you, you are a hypocrite because again, you paid all this money. Again, you know the most fucked up portion? Again, this is a four-year rotating uh, employment force. Again, the coach gets older, but the quarterback never goes past 20 years old. Right? It, it, and the exact same people who paid top dollar to, to watch these 20-year-olds bang their body in their head to a fucking unmicrowavable meatloaf. Right? Again, it just kind of shows how not human some of these people see us as. Right? Again, my body is all kinds of fucked up. And you know what? I'm one of the lucky ones. Yeah, I am. And so, again, you'll spend thousands of dollars to travel the country to watch us play. But when these student athletes, and again, my generation is done. We, we are fucking toast. We're not getting a dime. And I'm okay with that. These kids, again, it's only gotten bigger. And one more thing, because I actually am looking at the clock, but <laughs> I promise I'll go on to another topic. But again, the, the, one of the major naysaying points is that this is supposed to be amateur athletics. Again, I told you on the last episode, <clears throat> excuse me, that's why they've got the term student athlete. Legally, we are am- seen as non-employees. If it's a fucking scam, it's like saying the Catholic Church, oh, they're totally innocent, right? Again, no matter how many times you say it, it doesn't make it true. That thing that came tumbling out of my butthole this morning, it's a bouquet of roses. How many of y'all believed me? Right, exactly. Now, the moment a rose comes out of my asshole, I'm going to open up a fucking magic shop and I'm switching goddamn careers. But until that day, it's shit. And again, you can get, oh, Robert, they're fucking, they're, they're, they're amateur athletes. Shut the fuck up. No, they're not. Only in NCAA athletics can an organization that makes billions, that's what the B gang, can make billions of dollars a fucking year. Where there are times where the highest paid employee in a state is a college fucking football coach. This fucker is drowning in Reebok endorsements, Nike endorsements, Powerade, Gate Trade. You name it. Company cars, perks, country club memberships. Please continue to call it fucking amateur athletics. Keep asserting that you are right, but you fuckers are going to miss the fact that you are wrong. So again, I had to throw that one in there because again, it's as, as much as the rule change has amped up the supporters like myself, it is also giving gas to our fucking detractors. And to my fucking detractors, 
go fuck yourself. Again, you're either just spitting out fucked up ass company lines or you're a fucking hypocrite. All right, gang, I'm looking at the clock and I'm pushing up on the 29 minute mark. You know the drill, say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Keep this train moving, gang. All right. I was I was YouTubing this morning. Y'all, y'all know my drill. Uh, autoplay. Whatever the fuck comes up, comes up. It's a fun way to learn shit, right? For the first time ever, gang, fucking Newsmax. Newsmax came on my goddamn uh, YouTube feed. Gang, I just... It, it is... It, they are the payday loan, unreputable, fucking used car lot of news sources. I mean, I mean seriously. Let, let's, again, wait, it, they don't even pretend like they are not insanely biased. Now, again, uh, sadly, in order for me to get accurate news about what's going on in the United States, I usually have to look to a foreign source. Everyone knows when you dial on CNN, I wonder whose bread they're going to butter. When you go to Fox, I wonder whose bread they're going to butter, right? And now we've got Newsmax and OAN, except they, and this is almost a toss-up now, because again, the, the Sean Hannity's, the, the fuckface, uh, uh, what's that fucker's name? My so full of hate. Sean, Sean fucking Hannity, Tucker Carlson, Lord fuckface, all those assholes. It, it, it's a competition now uh, on how horrible you can be, how biasly inaccurate you can be, right? Uh, it, it's just crazy. And so the reason why these fuckers are going to get talked about today, again, I've said that I've been saying this game for the last three seasons of motherfucking gin and truth. Can you guys believe I've been doing this for a while now? Again, for those that kind of nudged me in this direction, thanks. This shit's kind of fun. But I've been saying since I started this shit that the overwhelming majority of our problems are centered around the fact that we aren't having the same conversation. We're, we're, We're just not. Right? It's like if I ask you what time it is and you tell me that your favorite color is navy blue, we're not in the same conversation. Right? And again, so far as the topic is on athletes and their activism, we're not having the same conversation. We're, we're not, we aren't. This country is not having the same conversation. But Newsmax went in on Gwen Berry, the Olympic uh, bronze medalist. Who qualified to go to the Olympics? She staged a protest. Now, the details to me are irrelevant. They just are. But Fox, Newsmax, OAN, people at work, this country did the same bullshit. 
Turn your back on America. Why do you hate America? Don't disrespect the flag. Blah, 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 blah. She shouldn't be on the Olympic team. Why don't you leave the country? Why don't you guys shut the fuck up? I mean, seriously. And the fucked up thing about this news clip, again, they're getting smart, gang. They found a black dude to come out and say this shit. Just like you can find a Candace Owens. Just like you can find a Diamond and Silk. Terrence Williams. The Hodge Twins. All these idiots. Because again, no symbol can be bigger than the people it represents. Right? Again, this would be different. Right? If this was, oh, I don't know. I want better shoes to throw the discus in. Therefore, I'm going to, quote, unquote, disrespect the flag. No. Again, it is sad to me. As an owner of one of these black lives that are being talked about, it is sad as a black man that that this simple topic of don't kill black people, look what it has done to this country. Uh, again, I can only speak for myself, and maybe I'm just wired a little bit differently. But if my sisters wanted to fucking, like, yo, this whole rape thing is a little bit out of control, right? So, you know, can we have two minutes before the game to, to observe? Again, my only complaint was, why do you only want two? What about 25? What about an entire hour? Would you like to replace the game with nothing but anti-rape messages? Because I think that's fucking important. All these athletes are saying is fucking don't kill black people. That is it. That is it. That is it. That is it in a fucking nutshell. And this country has been splintered by that simple message of don't kill black people. We hate each other. In this country, because Colin Kaepernick said, don't kill black people. When fucking the world went nuts last year and it was open season on black dudes and black women. Look what happened. Three simple words. Black lives matter. Look what happened. Look how this country reacted. Do I sound like I'm fucking with y'all? I mean, this it hurts my fucking feelings. That a simple message of don't kill black people has literally splintered this country. That's all Gwen Berry was saying. Seriously. And again, you know, what about America? Motherfucker, black people are America. And like I said in my last episode, <clears throat> the same assholes who went into war with fucking a cartoon character where Cap basically said, if one of us aren't isn't free, none of us are. Captain America was right. Sad that a fucking cartoon strip makes more sense than a nationally broadcast news show. I need to bring my blood pressure down. And you know how we do it on this show? Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth and anger. Let's go. And so the fuck face is over at Newsmax. Again, it's, and I've had people say this, gang. I've had people say it. I know some of y'all have too. 
This country isn't racist. We elected a black president. Do you not hear how fucking brain dead you sound? Apparently that answer is no, right? And so, again, they had the black dude get up and say it. That That's, I just belched. Hashtag unprofessional. There's your problem. Again, people like me, to those kind of white people, uh, I, they can't hear me. Why, why would they? They can remain comfortable as long as the coon train makes them feel good. Oh, no, 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 no. What you said isn't racist. No, that's silly Negro. He should just be happy to be here, which is basically what they said about Gwen. Right? Again, it's shut up and dribble. Right? It was like, well, if America was so racist, she wouldn't be on the Olympic stand. Shut the fuck up. What? Yeah, that's honestly and truly, and I say this without being glib, that is like saying rape is not a problem. Gwen Berry wasn't raped on the metal stand. Seriously. To sit there and say that a black woman made the Olympic team and therefore there is no racism. Gang, that is literally fucking stupid. Right? Is that is that, that the black swan fallacy? All you see are white swans in front of your face. Therefore, there can be no black swans. Well, hey, fuck face. If you turn around, there's probably a couple behind you. A, a black president does not prove that there is no racism. Because if you all you see is that, maybe you missed the way we treated the first black president. No president in the history of the fucking country, Jack has been accused of not being a United States citizen. I wonder why that is. And I remember that argument being made about Charlie Strong, the first UT basketball uh, football coach, first black one. And <clears throat> the way they were cutting Charlie Strong, I straight up, we all said it. That's racist as shit. Now, I don't have enough time on this episode, but gang, it is a historical fact, a lethal one at that. You, if you wanted to cut a black person at their knees, especially a black man, intelligence. Again, that's why they killed Emmett Till, right? That nigger was too stupid to understand a simple command like don't kill white women or don't touch a white woman. So they killed the kid, right? You cut a black person at their intelligence. That is a historical. And again, I told you, right? We, we give chickens more consideration that 150th chicken who saw 149 of their brothers and sisters get their neck slit, I told y'all, both the vegans and the hardcore hunters will not do factory farming. You want to know why? The cruelty. Because that 150th chicken saw all their brothers and sisters get their neck slit. So the last thing they feel is fear. And they all say the same thing. You're eating fear meat. Well, my response is one, that shit is delicious. Your scare tactic isn't working on me, fuckface. But more importantly, that's what we say about chickens. So you mean to tell me that the trauma that black people have felt since we fucking got here isn't being passed down to me? Go fuck yourself. Right? Where the fuck was I? I just went on a fucking anger tangent. <laughs> no, but again, it's they and then when they were attacking Charlie Strong, they're like, ah, he's a position coach at best. He's not smart enough. It's like, okay, stop saying that. Because you know why? I When I played at UT, I was there for two coaches, Mac Williams and Mac Avick. And not a single time did they ever mention 
Makovic's or Mac Williams' intelligence level. They never said that about Fred Akers, DX Bible, Mac Brown, Tom Herman. You name the coach, they have not done that until they said it to a black person. They cut Barack Obama at his intelligence level. John Boehner screamed, liar, during a State of the Union. But yet, some way, somehow, Donald Trump is the most disrespect. Shut the fuck up. So again, did they, do they're, I, shit, I, I'm supposed to be talking about Newsmax. <laughs> boy, I told you, boy, that, that was a motherfucker. Let's get another drink of this motherfucking Hendrix. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth, let's go. Let's get focused. Let's get that. Uh, come on back. Come on back, <laughs> Uncle Bobby. Let's get back to fucking Gwen. She deserves a fucking spotlight. But again, it, to, to sit there and say that there is no racism because Barack Obama was president. Shut the fuck up. To sit there and say that if this country was racist, oh, because they attacked the black dude and then the white people chimed in, there, there's no such thing as systemic racism. If there was systemic racism, why is she on the medal stand? Okay, that makes about as much logical sense as me saying ice cream doesn't have bones. I mean, again, seriously. There's no rape problem because not nary a one of those hammer throwers were raped during the competition. I mean, again, they, they get these coons out there to do their fucking shucking and jiving, Jack. And that only gasses up the fucking racist assholes. And yeah, I called your monkey ass racist. Because here's the thing, before I move on to the last topic, before I go on another tent, uh, anger tangent. If you don't recognize it, again, it, it, the, the definition of racism needs to change. It's like defund the police. That's the worst name fucking ever. And we wonder why we're fighting over it, right? Racism to at least the people, like, oh, I'm not, I'm Robert, I've had people, Robert, I'm the least racist person you know, right? If you have to ask me that, I'm not answering. Give me a fucking break. You know the answer. You want validation? I'm not giving it to you, right? Racism goes way deeper than just did you call Robert a nigger that day? Sometimes your attitude, your mindset, words, not nigger. And more importantly, your failure to acknowledge racism. That's racist. It is. And again, it, 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 if you sit and you watch someone beat up someone else, and you're, as far as I'm concerned, you're complicit, Jack. Quick, someone go tell Ivanka Trump what that word means. Right, if you're not part of the problem in this case, you're part of the fucking. Did I say that right? Yeah, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the fucking problem. And so, for as long as you sit there in your ivory tower, literally, like, nope, nope, there's there's no institutional racism. Nope, nope, just, nope, no that. Then you're being racist because you're not helping, and your fucked up ass attitude is only gassing up all the assholes who say the same shit. Gwen, you stay strong. You don't need me to tell me tell you that. You just do the fucking hammer like you were fucking Thor. You keep doing what you're doing. Fuck me. Gang, we're going to go into the home stretch. Thanks for hanging with Uncle Bobby. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. All right. Gang, I'm not gonna. I'm honestly not going to spend a lot of time on this one. <laughs> I'm not. But uh, Or maybe I will. Who knows? Maybe this will be a three-parter. CPAC. 
<laughs> the conservative it's a, it's a great collection of fuck faces is what it is basically and so i was watching the low lights gang and again this all just comes back to we're not having the same conversation we're just not and let, let's start off with their fucking ringleader fuck face donald trump again it, it, he's sitting there talking at cpac and it's the same shit, right? He didn't lose the election. The only way I can lose if it was rigged. And again, it, it, it kind of reminds me of that. And there's several um, variations of this, but mine was from Aesop's Fables. And it was my favorite rendition. And that's the farmer and the snake. The farmer goes out to survey the land before the big freeze. And then he sees a snake about to freeze to death. So he picks the snake up, takes it in, brings it to a whole nother season. It's spring now. So after feeding the snake, giving the snake water, putting it by the fire, making sure it survives, spring first day of spring, he opens up the door to release the snake. What does the snake do? Turns around and bites that fucker and pumps a deadly amount of fucking venom in his veins. The farmer says to the snake, why the fuck did you do that? Now, clearly this was a snake from Genesis because this snake can talk. The snake turned to the farmer and said, it's because I'm a motherfucking snake. And slithered off. Gang, when someone shows you who they are, write that shit down and believe him. Gang, Donald Trump has been saying the only, he, he said this, you, you guys remember, we were about halfway through uh, the campaign, Donald versus Hillary. Again, I am not the world's biggest Hillary Clinton fan, but as far as I'm concerned, my civic duty was to vote for Hillary. So I did. Donald Trump, about half of you, the campaign, started to do what Donald Trump does. And that is, the only way I can lose is if this was rigged or stolen. Guess what this fucker is saying almost five years past the fact? The only way I can lose in 2024 if it was rigged or if it is stolen again. He's still telling people he's the president of the United States. No crime, no election fraud in the history of the world has been this egregious. And again, if it was just Donald Trump talking to his fuck face kids, I wouldn't care. But this was a stadium full of people who were giving him a standing ovation for it. I'm going to say this for the 20 trillionth time. The very definition of a failed insurrection is a dress rehearsal. I told y'all, don't get comfortable. This shit is happening a fucking again. And he, again, it, he's showing you. He, and he's already calling his shot. If I don't get it, it's because it's rigged. And he even said there was a straw poll that if you know they were going to run for president, who would be the Republican nominee? Well, shock, surprise. That's why I said now I, I'm I'm starting to take back what I said. That there's a difference between a Republican and a Trumplican. I can't tell the difference anymore. I really can't. But if the election was tomorrow, Donald Trump would be the forerunner. Sadly, Tucker Carlson was on that list. He was at 
But someone voted for that fucker. That just makes me sad on the inside. And Donald Trump said, pretty much as your leader, if I don't win, it is because it is rigged or it is, uh, it was counter or whatever the fuck. I lost my train of thought. He's gassing these fuckers up. Now, there are two conversations before I move on to the next fuck faces at CPAC. Yeah, gang, I'm going to go into a round three. Hang with me. It's my first show back in three or four days. I got a lot to say here. The first conversation was my best friend. And that was Wednesday morning, because I think we were both just stunned into silence. And I told you before, and he's absolutely right. He said, even if he's a one-term president, Trump's damage will be generational. Shock, surprise, Sifu's right. We, we hadn't even begun to see the fucked up ass damage that this man's career, political career, has run on this country. We haven't even begun. But more to the point for today is what my dad said. That was the second conversation I had. And my dad, at least in my ears, was the first person to say this. This is a cult. This is a cult. The only reason why that sucker won, because he has a cult-like following. Now, gang, I've, I've got some personal experience with cult behavior. Read some shit, seen documentaries, but more importantly, I have personal experience. I wasn't in one. Let's just say I know some that were. And by some, I mean a lot. Gang, he, and he's right. Cult, Donald Trump has all the characteristics of a fucking cult leader. First and foremost, they're charismatic. I think Donald Trump's a sack of shit, but over 70 million people love his pizzazz, right? Didn't they scare the shit out of you? Didn't they make you feel like you were the only, he's the only one that can protect you? Next thing you know, in order to stay in his good favor, you were doing shit that before you met him, if someone said, you know what, you're going to do X, Y, and Z, you're like, shut the fuck up. No, I'm not. Right, I, it was um, the Branch Davidian, right? David Koresh, 90 minutes from my front doorstep, 1994. I remember watching that fucking documentary and reading up on that asshole. He convinced people <clears throat> that sex was a burden that no one should have to endure. So he would call, uh, hey, Bill, let me, let me holler at you, man. Look. Oh, God, I don't want to do this, Bill. I don't want to do this. Your wife, I know you guys don't have sex because you're following the rules of the Branch Davidian. I mean, she's 5'8". I mean, God damn it, Bill. This one hurts, man. She's 5'8". Beautiful red-haired. Ah, I don't want to say this, man. This just one really hurts. Gravity-defined double-D tits. Ah, they're so gross. Oh, man, she's curvy. She's got the ass of an Olympic sprinter. She has the face of a fucking supermodel. Oh, Bill, I don't want to. God damn it. You know what, Bill? Oh, 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 let me get a drink, Bill. Let me, hold on, Bill. Okay, now I got the courage to say this. Look, you send her over to my hut around 8 o'clock. And uh, I mean, I'm just going to take on this burden, man. I'm going to fuck your wife tonight, Bill. Okay, before he met fucking David Koresh, if someone would have said that to that dude, what would he have done? He would have ran him over with his fucking car. But you know what he did? 
Yeah, he let David Koresh fuck his wife. That is cult mentality, gang. You can ask any one of the, and I know, I know, I know, those weren't real Trump supporters. And shut the fuck up. Yes, they were. If you would have asked every single last one of those people, if you would have asked Ashley Babbitt, the one who got shot, who Trump says was shot in the head. Wrong, mister. Again, just peddling lies. If you would have asked Ashley Babbitt seven years ago when she was active military in the Air Force, she's a veteran gang. She served. If you would have asked her seven years ago, would you storm the Capitol? Would you take up the charge? Hey, show, show Ashley Babbitt Trump's social resume before he got in the White House and tell her seven years ago, do you know that you're going to die for this guy? Oh, yeah, that one. The one with multiple bankruptcies. The one who can't fuck anyone, not his wife. Did I say that right? Fuck everyone but his wife. Yeah, th- that guy. Uh, the guy who had racist practices when letting tenants in or versus not letting them into one of his fuckface apartments. Do you know you're going to die for You know what Ashley would have said? No, shut the fuck. No, I'm not. I'm a veteran. My loyalty is to the United States. I, I took an oath to defend the Constitution, not to jerk off some orange ass. Shut the fuck up. Look at Ashley Babbitt now. That's not even an extreme example, gang. And again, Trump is showing us, has shown us exactly who he is. The only way you have that kind of following with that kind of reputation is if you're a leader of a cult. My dad was right. Simon was right. But he, oh, I just belched. Hashtag unprofessional. But he was kind of the lead dog, of course, at CPAC, right? But I want to hit two other ones. I, and and these, these fuck faces. The first one is Lauren Fuckface Bobert. And again, how many times do I have to ask you guys this? As a large black man, if I had been to jail, if I had not graduated from fucking high school, how do you guys think I'd have any fucking chance at becoming a congressperson? Seriously. I've got if my mugshot was plastered everywhere. Can y'all hear pop in the background? Hashtag episode mood killer. Again, just imagine me with her fucking resume. I the only thing professionally I would be saying would be, do you want some fries with that, Mac? Give me a break. And she has sent it to congressperson. And this fucking idiot is sitting there. You know, she's prancing around and she's getting them all gassed up. And I was like, and we're going to tell the government, we don't want your welfare. We're going to tell the government, we don't want your money. We don't want our Fauci. Shut the fuck up. And again, it, and he, it's shocking that someone without a fucking high school education would say some fucked up shit like that. We're going to tell the government that we don't want your money. Uh, who, who wants to tell her? Honestly, who wants to tell her? This government that she's fucking giving the double kickstand to? Hey, Lauren, just in case you're a fan of gin and truth, you stupid bastard, you are the government. You're a congresswoman. You make almost $175,000 a year. You want to know who pays that? Me, us. You are the government. In a lot of ways, your Congress people, they've got more power than a president. They're done, it's like a rubber stamp. 
Sometimes that's what the president is. They're like Lavelle Edwards, the, the coach from Brigham Young in the 80s and the 90s. Some of you are like, who the fuck is that? Lavelle Edwards is one of the greatest coaches ever in NCAA history. And he's been there so long, it just got to a point to where Lavelle just stood on the sidelines, right? At the end of a game, they would win. They'd put Lavelle in front of a bunch of mics. They're like, Lavelle, that was a ripping victory. How'd you do it? He would turn to one of his assistants. He'd be like, did we win this game? Yeah, coach, we won the game, right? Lavelle Edwards sat in my fucking living room when I was being recruited. The assistant coach, Claude Bassett, he did all the talking. You want to know what Claude Bassett, uh, Lavelle Edwards did? Honest and true story. He sat there and hung so many spoons on his face. All you could see was the white of his eyes. My mom laughed her ass off. She loved Lavelle Edwards. But he was just a rubber stamp dude. He was just a dude they put up in front. And there are times, <clears throat> my point, that's all the president is. Your movers and shakers are your state reps. They're your Congress people. They're Lauren fucking Boebert. And this fucking idiot is so stupid. She's talking about the United States government like she's not a part of it. You should be afraid because it's not just her. Again, everything that idiot said, they were clapping for. I told y'all before, one short, bad mustache, one nutted having bastard screaming in his pillow at night, I hate Jews, doesn't bother me. An asshole's going to asshole. You can't stop that. What bothered me about an asshole like Hitler is that he got a countryside to buy into his bullshit. Lauren Boebert, the uneducated felon, her stupidity doesn't bother me. I don't care. Again, you can't fix stupid. And some people are just stuck on it. But when she opens up her mouth, people listen. And what's more frightening, they cheer. Gang, I'm going to got one more thing to say about Lauren Fuckface Bobert, but I'm looking at the clock. I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. Again, you know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. Again, I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Again, and I'll be back for part three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Again. All right, gang. Before I get back on the uneducated felon, I was looking at some shit while this thing was rendering, processing, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And I saw fuckface Kevin uh, McCart, whatever the fuck his name is. What a sack of shit that guy is, right? Wasn't that the same ass white who said something about, you know, you got, you know, swearing on the Bible? And a CNN reporter's like, mm, no, you don't. Oh, no, well, I had to do it. And it took the reporter to say, yeah, that's because you chose to do it. You don't have to. Oh, no, no, that's the law. You got to swear on the... It's like, no, no. Muslims can have the Quran. Atheists don't have to put their hands on the butt. No, on the butt? On the Bible. <laughs> Hashtag I have a dirty mind. I mean, again, these are the people that lead our country. Uh, again, that wasn't a brain fart. 
fuckface Marjorie Taylor, Cro-Magnon man, troglodyte level intelligence, open mouth, breathing white men are the real fucking victims making bad analogies to the Holocaust green says the same thing. That sister Rashida Tlaib, uh, sister uh, Ilhan Omar, they aren't really in Congress. You want to know why? They didn't swear on the Bible. Again, it's not that these two or three idiots are talking. It's that they have a lot of people who are picking up what they're putting down. But back to fuckface Kevin Mack, right? He sat there, and again, we're not having the same conversation. Don't worry. I'm going back to Bobert. And he said, critical race theory is racism. And that this goes against everything Martin Luther King stood for. Actually, I remember that in that fucking Newsmax clip. Okay, for all you fucks that are quoting MLK now, please stop. You are about as sincere as the assholes who sit here now and jerk the troops off. Again, I'm a military kid. I am not military. But I remember when it was more fashionable to say that you don't support the troops. This wasn't a change in attitude. This is that it's fashionable now. Now people are tripping over themselves to go jerk off the nearest troop and line at Starbucks. Everyone who's quoting MLK now, everyone who's saying that MLK wouldn't have been okay with how that, shut the fuck up. MLK was a fucking rebel rouser. And again, I will spare you the details because I've already said it, but just in case you assholes aren't aware, this country killed him. And three years after his death, Again, look this shit. I'm trying to remember, was it Time? I'm trying to remember which magazine. It was a national publication that put out a poll of the top 10 most hated people in America. Three years, you fucks. Three years after we killed MLK, he was on the list. He was still on the list of the most hated people. So save it. Miss me with your fucking bullshit. When you sit here and you quote MLK now, when you sit here and bastardize the quote about, oh, it's about the content of you, shut the fuck up. He was gunning for you, you piece of shit, all of you. So keep Martin Luther, the motherfucking king's name, out of your dirty mouth. But back to fuckface Lauren Boebert. King, I'm kind of angry today, aren't I? Yeah, this is what happens when Uncle Bobby doesn't get it out for three days. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jen and Truth, let's go. You know what? Random shout out. Hey, comrade. I want to see if you're listening. I am coming to see you. You owe me two things, comrade. A drink and a laugh. Yeah, I want to see if she gets this. We're moving on to fuckface Lauren Bobert. All right. So the last thing this idiot that I heard say was the Fauci ouchie. Now, gang, I hear this buzz at work still. I know it's the thing to say. Shut the fuck up. Again, this guy has had the same job for over 30 years. This is his eighth administration. And now all of a sudden, again, Lauren fucking Boebert. This bitch doesn't have a high school education. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. You are 
unqualified to talk about Anthony fucking Fauci. Keep his name out of your fucking mouth, you moron. Right? Again, what has he done, Robert? Again, do you guys remember not dying of avian flu? Do you guys remember not dying of swine flu? Do you guys remember not dying of Ebola? Yeah, you want to know why? I told you, this man is a referee. When a referee does their job, <clears throat> you don't know the referees isn't even there. The only reason why we know who Dr. Anthony Fauci is is because Trump fucked shit up. That's it. And now we got, you know, Marjorie Taylor fuck face, big forehead green. She there's about she initiated the fire Fauci legislation. I'm sure everyone saw that. It's like, I'm not even reading that shit. Matter of fact, give me that. I got to go pick up some dog shit in the park later. Give me a break. But again, you guys want to know why the, uh, about to say the reservation. You guys want to know why the vaccination rate is where it is? Because of idiots like this. Gassing people up, the anti-vaxxers, right? Spreading this false information, which actually brings me to the next fuck face. Madison Cawthorn. Again, this guy, you know what? Go fuck yourself, Madison. Seriously. Again, presenting issues, solutions for problems that don't exist. Do you guys remember that fucking, uh, excuse me, I just built hashtag unprofessional. You guys remember that bullshit about, um, ah, what the fuck? I can't remember what the fuck this asshole was talking about. But it, it, the last thing he said was, and he was acting all tough. And I told you, you, you want to know how you know you're in the presence of a tough guy? Tough girl? You don't. Tough people are more likely to buy you a glass of milk than challenge you to a fucking fist fight. It's the people that fucking blow up. Those are your pansies, right? But the last thing he said during his fucked up ass monologue was, and if you want my guns, you can come and get them. Right? I just kind of imagine in the background, there was like the theme to fucking hang them high, right? Right? Shut the fuck up. Ain't no one coming for your fucking guns. The Second Amendment has never been under attack. But again, you want to know what is? Voting rights, you stupid bastard. But again, here he is coming up with solutions for problems that don't exist. Back, piggybacking off what the uneducated felon said, right? Well, all this coming your door to door to make sure. No, this is no different than getting people to vote. Hey, are you registered to vote? No one's putting a gun to their head and making them vote for a candidate, right? This is a drive, you fucking asshole. Let's get people vaccinated. Why does this split this fucking country? Right? You're supposed to be the party of pro-life, and you are pushing death. We should be begging people. You, as a leader, Cawthorn, should be begging people to do this. I mean, fuck me. But he used this opportunity to say, well, all this knocking on your door and, you know, you're getting you to get vaccinated. Again, you don't have to. No one's making anyone get vaccinated. Now, again, your actions have consequences. They do. And if someone says you can't come in here, no, no, you are not going to come in here and get all my employees sick and kill my, no, 
get your ass. Oh, I'm being persecuted. Shut the fuck up. You're not being persecuted. You're paying the consequences of your non-actions. It costs you nothing to get a vaccine. Nothing but time. Right? But he was like, yo, if they're going to force you to get a vaccine, no one's doing that. Now they're going to knock on your door and they're going to take away your Bibles. Okay. Again, Christians, stop it. Please stop it. Please fucking stop it. You are not being persecuted. And I know this when you guys say, oh, well, have you ever been a Christian? Shut the fuck up. No, I haven't been a Christian in China. And guess what? Neither have you. I'm talking right here in the United fucking States. Again, the challenge still stands. I will switch places with you for a week. You wear seven atheist t-shirts. I will wear seven Christian t-shirts. I already have people backing this up with money. We will all chip in to make this shit happen. You wear an atheist t-shirt for a week. Then come back and tell me how hard it is to be a Christian. Go fuck yourselves. Again, nobody. No one's coming for your Bibles. Again, they were like, well, what if? What if what? Again, I will worry about that right after I start hanging garlic from my door just in case Nosferatu wants to break in the middle of the night and suck all my blood. But again, you guys are making issues in mountains out of molehills. This is not a problem. CPAC was a total clusterfuck. And it happened two and a half hours from my house. Boy, aren't I proud. Gang, Uncle Bobby did some babbling today, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He gave you some motherfucking problems. A lot of them. And in typical Uncle Bobby fashion, he's going to give you a lot of motherfucking solutions. First one up. <laughs> I'm not going to uh, say his YouTube channel name. I don't want to trash him. Shut the fuck up. Dude, I'm actually laughing. You actually made me laugh. Again, I don't know what the fuck it is you've been looking at there, Lewis and Clark, but this is a late discovery, right? Yes, everyone knows that that is a marriage of fucking convenience. Donald Trump, you know what that's like? It's like fucking Jabba the Hutt with Princess Leia on the end of a fucking chain, Jack. Right? Then you saw the little wording, you will learn to admire me. Shut the fuck up. Of course, that's a marriage of fucking convenience. <laughs> Dude, like I said, you made me laugh. I don't know what the fuck it is you were looking at, but it wasn't Melania Trump. If you're just now figuring that out, again, who wants to tell him? <laughs> who wants to tell him water's wet? Oh, my God. Grow up, kid. I love you, though. I love you. Next one up, the defenders that fucking NCAA athletes shouldn't get paid. Shut the fuck up. Again, for the people that are agnostic on the topic, I'm not talking to you. Right now, I'm talking about you fucking hypocrites. You watch a band of 20-year-olds ruin their body. You you guys are no different than the people who sat in the Roman Coliseum and watched people get eaten up. You cheered because it wasn't you, right? Again, you can't sit there and spend thousands of dollars a year to watch a bunch of young men wreck their body. No. I apologize. Men and women wreck their bodies for your fucking entertainment. And again, you're like, oh, hey, that's a nice jersey. Oh, man, that's a total replica. That is, you know, replication of real Tony Bracken's jersey. I spent $300 on it. Do you think Tony should get 30? Fuck no, he's just a spoiled entitled. Shut the fuck up. There is no reason. There is no reason. 
All you do is recycle the same fucked up ass talking points. Shut the fuck up. And you know what? If you really feel that way, honestly and truly, I'm going to take a page out of Republican Logic 101. Stop watching. Seriously, stop watching. You are watching an employee work for fucking free. Stand by your guns. Stop fucking watch. Oh, what? You're not? Exactly. Then pay those fucking kids. Next one up, Newsmax. Shut the fuck up. Again, we're not having the same conversation. We're just not. We just aren't. This isn't about disrespecting a flag. This isn't about disrespecting a song. Just shut the fuck up. Again, no symbol can be more important than the people it represents. Well, maybe she should, should it be on the Olympic team. Maybe you should shut your fucking mouth. She worked her ass off to get that spot. Well, Robert, that proves there's no racism. And like I said, Gwen also was not raped on the way to the fucking medal stand. Does that mean there's no rape? She also didn't test positive for uh, uh, breast cancer. Does that mean there's no breast cancer? Your logic is fucking stupid. Just like one black president out of almost five, uh, 50 of these fuckers, one black dude does not mean there's no fucking racism. And one black woman on a metal stand doesn't mean there's no... Shut the fuck up. Again, you just want to stay comfortable in your fucking racism. And I know, I know, I know. Well, I didn't call her a nigger. I can't be racist. Like I said, your bar's too low. We need to redefine what is and is not racism. Next one up, Kevin McCarthy, whatever the fuck your name is. Shut the fuck up. All you assholes who are quoting MLK now, please stop. You don't know history. And when I say you don't know history, all you know is this watered down shit that he was the Prince of Peace. Let me put it in language that some of you fucks can understand. I'm not going to sit here and debate the divinity of Jesus. I don't think he had magic powers. But if your Jesus did one fraction of what is claimed to do, that means everyone hated him. Right? Isn't that what you isn't that what you guys go for to be persecuted? MLK changed the tide of the United States and he was hated all the way up until the point he died and 3 years after when he still made America's most hated list. And again, for all you fucks are like just it's in the past, let it go. You realize that list came out three years before I was born? Go fuck yourselves. This shit is not ancient history. Last one up. Every single person who spoke at CPAC and every single person who cheered, shut the fuck up. You are a cancer on this country, Lauren Boebert. You are a cancer on this country. Madison Carthorn, you are a cancer to this country. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Donald Trump, all you fucks. Again, your, your damage isn't done. I will be alive to see America's worst day. In January the 6th, that was a hand job by comparison, Jack. It's going to get worse. And everyone at CPAC and everyone who supports their mission statement, they're to blame. I'm putting it square on your shoulders. This shit is not logical. This is not okay. Again, th this country is going to burn. We may not go all the way into the ways of Rome, but like I said, say it with me. The definition of a failed insurrection, that's a dress rehearsal. Gang, 
the big guys held you long enough, he's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth, let's go. Let's go. Jim and Truth.